It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the moment last. Just kick him down. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, a program brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. My name is Katie Harla, and I am a licensed and registered dietitian working with clients out of our Lakeville and our YZ offices. You know, I've had a lot of clients lately coming into the office to talk about the health of their skin. Maybe you can relate. But specifically, wanting to discover the food connection to what is going on with their acne. You know, younger clients, older clients, girls, guys, it really doesn't matter. Acne and its mean inflammatory pimples are plaguing a lot of people. You know, acne is really a topic that for some is extremely frustrating and so disheartening. Some adults have been battling it their entire lives. You know, I've seen a lot of tears when I talk to clients about their acne. Usually, I end up tearing up with them because I have been where they are. You know, before we really get going with this topic, I want to introduce my co-host, Jennifer Barnes. Jennifer is a licensed nutritionist and works out of our St. Paul office. She is also a mother of two wonderful girls, so she certainly stays busy. Yes, good morning. Morning. Welcome, Jennifer. How are you? I'm doing really well. We're we're doing good. Yeah. (laughs) We were talking about before that this is going to be a really fun topic. It is. Mm-hmm. I think so many people can relate to this yes. in one way or another. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, and I often see clients coming coming in wanting to address their acne mm-hmm. or their skin conditions. And even in the general public, I yep. feel like this is becoming more of an issue than it, that, than it once was. Right. Um, it's not just an adolescence problem anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You know, that's really a great point. I've noticed the same thing if you're at the grocery store or just shopping around. Like I've noticed people's skin isn't the same. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of adult clients dealing with the acne. You know, so for those of you who have experienced acne, you know that acne is nothing less than frustrating. In fact, it's so frustrating that if you are someone with acne, you've probably tried every single promised solution on the market. For sure. You've probably gone to the dermatologist. Mm-hmm. you got your creams, lotions, potions, mm-hmm. maybe nothing making a difference. Lots of money spent, yes. lots of time. Yes. But nothing really resolving. It's like a failed promise. That's a really good word. Failed promise. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. And maybe you've done anti- or used antibiotics only to have that acne return when you're done with the round of antibiotics. It's very frustrating. Yeah. You know, and perhaps you're a gal and your doctor has said of your acne, well, <clears throat> it's probably just hormonal. So since it's hormonal, let's just put you on the birth control pill. So, you know, again, that's mm. not a, a long-term solution for people. It's just really masking the internal imbalances. Absolutely. Again, I mean, when they come off of the antibiotics or they come off of the birth controls, the acne comes back. So another failed promise. Right. For sure. Um, you know, there's so many different layers to why acne and, and pimples continue to erupt. Mm-hmm. Um, there are many different things that can create inflammation in the skin and cause acne. And that's really what acne is, is inflammation of the skin. Um, so there's many different causes with different solutions. Mm-hmm. And I think we've probably, you've probably noticed that with clients too, that, you know, as we'll talk about, this person has this kind of acne or this person has this kind of skin condition and there's yes. a lot that we can do with their system and really tailor it to what their skin is needing, Absolutely. what's yes. really going on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so for example, 
what we kind of see is that acne can be a result of hormonal imbalances. It can be a result of food sensitivities. Uh, it can be a result of, you know, a fancy word called gut dysbiosis, which really means it's just an imbalance of good bacteria to bad bacteria in the digestive tract. Um, it can be a result of, you know, not enough healing nutrients in the body, uh, all the way down to how you are washing your face. So there, there's all these different levels, essentially. Yeah, Katie, that was a long list. <laughs> yes, right. A long list. So you said hormones, mm-hmm. maybe the foods we're eating. Yep. Maybe the bacteria in our gut yes. all could be affecting our skin. Yes. So it's, it's much more than just skin deep, isn't it? It really is. You know, so let me just tell all of the listeners really before we dig into this that the topic of acne is one that is really near and dear to my heart. Uh, you know, in fact, I've told the staff that if they have someone wanting to schedule an appointment and do not have, you know, one of the specific nutritionists in mind that they're wanting to meet with, I'd love to help them. Uh, This is because I get it. You know, I really get the tears that are shed, and I really understand the pain and embarrassment that you can feel. Um, Really because I've had a long history with acne. Um, I remember growing up, you know, as a teenager, like 13 years old is when I really started to notice it. Rash acne, cystic acne, you name it. You know, in fact, I remember uh, when I would look in the mirror, and I would just see kind of red lumps and bumps lining every surface of my face. Uh, I'd put what felt like inches of makeup on my skin to try and cover it, which, of course, didn't and just made it worse. Um, And it was really just very difficult for me. So, of course, at that time, I didn't know what I know about the connection between what we eat and how our skin looks. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so Jennifer and I, we are very excited about this topic, right? Absolutely. We know it can be life-changing. Absolutely. And that's so disheartening to Mm -hmm. deal with that day in, day out. And I I can remember just maybe even recently, like I had a client come in and um, we were talking about her skin and just kind of trying to figure out how long it's been going on. And just the the idea of talking about it just brought tears to her eyes. And then I too started to tear up because I just, I get, I get it. I mean, we get it. This is really hard for, for clients. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about what we can do about it. Maybe what we can do to heal things up. Um, And as nutritionists, when we think of skin, Mm -hmm. we actually think of the digestive system. Yes. Isn't that amazing? It's, it's fascinating that connection between your digestive tract, your gut, and your your skin. And this connection is, um, as I was reading about some of the stuff for the um, for our show today, they've been they've known the skin gut connection since even back to like the 1900s. I mean, probably even earlier than that yes. that they'd had some of this research out. Uh, so really, what happens in the digestive system can, for some, really be mirrored in the skin. You know, a connection that. Many and most dermatologists miss when talking to you about the health of your skin is the connection to your digestive system. I don't think most dermatologists, when they're sitting down with you, say, okay, and how is your digestive system? Probably not. You know, I remember that wasn't a question that I was asked. Mm -hmm. Um, But this connection suggests, suggests that the health of your digestive system can be directly reflected in the health of your skin. So really, acne is more than just a skin problem. It is. And, and when I have a client coming in to talk about acne or maybe some other skin problems, one of the first things I look at is, is 
the state of their digestive system. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Where are they at with their digestive system? Um, in fact, many of our clients with acne or other skin problems usually have troubles with their digestion as well. It mm-hmm. goes hand in hand. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's always interesting when we sit down with a client and we're kind of getting their history and kind of seeing what, what it is they're looking to achieve. Um, and I think it always throws them a little bit when I, when I ask them, okay, so how's your digestive system? And they kind of, some of them look at me like, well, why are we talking about that? I'm here to talk about my skin. Yep. Uh, but there really is such a connection that all of, all of the nutritionists and the dietitians on staff know, they know the connection between the gut and the skin. Mm -hmm. So for many, when the skin has inflammation on it, so when we say inflammation of the skin, you know, think acne, uh, even rosacea, uh, even eczema the inflammation can actually be coming from the gut. Yes, and it sounds unrelated, but there really is a lot of research behind this. Um, So let's talk a little bit more about how this really works, Katie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So to start out, I mean, just to kind of paint a little bit of a picture as we go through this, to start out our digestive system, it really should have an abundance of good bacteria, Mm -hmm. you know, but not just any bacteria. We really want a lot of uh, bifidobacteria. You know, so if you are in conversation with somebody and you hear somebody say, oh, you need more probiotics, which is very true, so true. We need probiotics. Probiotic, really what they're referring to is the good bacteria in your gut, um, mostly bifidobacteria. Yes. Yep. You've probably heard us talk about bifido on the show before, and that's because it's, it should make up the majority of the good bacteria in your small intestine in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, a very important strain to get in your system. It actually works to really um, protect that lining of your intestinal yeah. tract. So think of that as like a protective carpeting mm-hmm. in your digestive system and can keep inflammation down and it, it can fight against bad bacteria keeping that under control, keeping yeast under control. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it does look like it's time for a break. Abs- yeah. So when we when we come back, um, we're going to keep talking about this gut-skin connection and actually mm. go into why what could be harming some of this good bacteria in our gut. So there's quite a, quite a list, isn't there? <laughs> yes. So it's time for our first break. Um, before we head to break, I just wanted to let you know about a couple great classes we have coming up. Um, that you definitely don't want to miss out on if you're in the area. Um, So if you're someone who has pain in your body, maybe it's muscle pain, joint pain, or maybe you just have a lot of inflammation going on, our pain and inflammation class would be a perfect class for you to take. It's in Balsam Lake, Wisconsin. It's this Wednesday, February 26th from 515 to 715. And actually, we have this class being held today, too. It will be from 1030 to 230 in our Maple Grove office. So it sounds like a really good Saturday morning activity, right? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And there's another one on Thursday the 27th. We're teaching Balanced Foods for Balanced Moods. The title really says it all. It's a great class. Mm -hmm. Um, It's being taught in Edina at the community center. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. So if you have any questions or, you know, you want to sign up for some of these classes, give our front desk a call at 651-699-3438. Otherwise, if you have questions about acne or other nutrition questions, please give us a call in studio. We're at 651-641-1071. We all strive to have healthy, glowing skin, but hormones, diet, medications, and stress can sabotage our best efforts. Remember when you thought you would outgrow acne only to have it reappear? Is your skin getting drier and prone to rashes and irritation? 
Your skin is the largest organ in your body and often the most neglected one. Aging is inevitable, but the right nutrients can help your skin stay healthy and resilient as you age. Nutritional Weight and Wellness can teach you how to eat to create radiant, healthy skin and avoid aging prematurely. They help clients with eczema, rashes, acne, and other skin problems. Learn which foods protect and nourish your skin, along with why essential fatty acids are critical. Call Nutritional Weight and Wellness to schedule an individual consultation at an office that's convenient for you. Their nutritionist will create a personalized eating plan that nourishes your skin from the inside out. For information on consultations, call 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com. That's 651-699-3438 or weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. So today we are talking all about the health of your skin. So, but more specifically, how to tame uh, to tame those acne bumps. You know, since I had have had a pretty strong history with acne, I'm kind of always reading up on how to make my skin its very healthiest. So here's one way to make it even healthier. Homemade bone broth. Mm. Mm, right? <laughs> this is something we talk about a lot in the offices. You know, it's so delicious. Nutrition researchers from the Weston A. Price Foundation explain how bone broth is chock full of nutrients that your body can easily absorb. So all of those nutrients are really good for the skin. Uh, one of the main beauties of bone broth outside of the nutrients is it is so packed with collagen. So collagen is actually the protein found in connective tissue of animals. So when you kind of roast the bones and do the bone broth, um, the, the high amounts of collagen in the bone and the marrow uh, get into the broth. So here's the cool part of that is that collagen also gives us healthy skin. It's kind of like a structural component for our skin. Um, So bone broth helps with acne scarring and can actually, you know, for people who say, well, I don't even have anything acne, it can help keep wrinkles at bay. You know, so I'll make a homemade bone broth by going to a local co-op and picking up you know, maybe one and a half to two pounds of cow bones, throw it in a crock pot with maybe three to four quarts of water and some sea salt. Um, You can throw some garlic in. But really what I do is I let it just sit for 24 hours, bubble, stew, and it just really makes the house smell good too. Yeah, it does. And then you can use that in in soups down the road. You can have a cup in the morning. Yes, yes. And I love that crock pot too. It it keeps it from getting too high of a temperature. Yes. Keep it on low. Um, absolutely. Oh, I know. I love it. And you can freeze it, mm-hmm. you know, and bring it out when you need it. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. Um, before we went to break, we were kind of starting to touch on the fact that we need lots of good bifidobacteria. Yes. So, right? That's exactly what we were talking about. So we need lots of good bifidobacteria. Mm-hmm. And Jennifer, you were kind of saying bifidobacteria acts like a carpet or it acts like a protection essentially in the gut. To yes. keep bad bacteria and yeasts out, right? Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. So, you know, too much bad bacteria and inflammation in the gut can actually cause acne. Uh, so let's face it. It's not that you are antibiotic deficient. It is not that you are birth control deficient, but there is just an imbalance in your digestive system. Yes. And well said, actually. I think... Um, a lot of people have kind of maybe clued into this mm-hmm. connection because when they go on antibiotics, their skin sometimes does clear up. Yes. So clearly there is something with the, mm-hmm. the b- bacteria mm-hmm. in your gut and how that affects your skin. So it is killing off some of the bad bacteria. Yeah. But at the same time, it's also it's, lo- 
bringing down that good bacteria, it that is. bifidal. Yep. So that's making you more susceptible down the road yes. to other infections. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we want lots of this good bacteria, um, but a balance of good bacteria can be damaged and reduced in a number of different ways. There's so many pieces to this puzzle. So the question is, you know, what affects the gut and what might be a, a good bacteria? And why might my good bacteria be lower than it should? That is a really good question. Why might my good bacteria be lower than it should? Mm-hmm. And that, I think, Jennifer, like when we are with cli- working with clients, that's kind of what we're trying to figure out. You know, sometimes it's like, okay, what is bringing down their bad or their good bacteria? You know, that's that's actually the question that I started asking myself when I made the skin to gut connection before. Um, one thing, for instance, that reduces bifido is too much sugar. So too much sugar, meaning you are a regular consumer of things like cookies or candy, uh, but even too many processed carbs like pretzels, chips, bagels, or cereal, because those foods actually break down to sugar. Mm -hmm. Um, So when I learned this connection, I had to chuckle because it makes perfect sense uh, for my history as, or when I was a kid, you know, my favorite foods were Pop-Tarts, and Captain Crunch, oh, yeah. or Reese's Puff cereal. Um, you know, I I remember, and I will joke about this sometimes, but it, it really, like, I remember taking my Pop-Tarts and dipping it in my sugary cereals as a child. And oh, I, wow. I just really craved sugar as a kid yeah. because of a lot of the imbalance. Um, mm-hmm. and, but, and we see that a lot with clients, right? Absolutely. And with, you know, with, when we get out of balance with that bad bacteria, too, we're going to crave more of these sugar foods because yes. that's feeding the bad bacteria. I- exactly. Sugar feeds bad bacteria. Mm-hmm. Yeah, such a good point. So definitely sugar. That's a, a really fantastic place to start. But another thing that could be affecting your, your good bacteria balance might be stress. Mm-hmm. You know, too much stress can um, kind of take a toll on this bacteria and do more damage to that delicate bacteria and, and that balance that we have. Yeah, so maybe you're someone who really does have a high stress lifestyle, lots, you know, really stressful job, um, mm-hmm. and it can be doing so much more damage than we even realize. Too much. Here's another one. You know, so so far we've said sugar can damage the good bacteria, um, stress can damage the good bacteria. Too much mm-hmm. alcohol now or even in the past can have reduced much of that really protective, um, good bifidal bacteria. Yes, that's another one. Yeah, and going back to that stress point, you know, moms out there, I think that's oh, that's yes. a really important time to be getting mm-hmm. more of this good bacteria because you're not sleeping as yes. much. Yes, you're, you know, it's you're, you're just much more focused on the baby, and that's a higher higher stress time mm-hmm. in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it can still be good, you know, it's like some good stressors, but it's still stress, right? Yeah. and you can probably relate to that. Absolutely, yes. Yep. So just kind of working to, to maintain your good bacteria mm-hmm. during that time mm-hmm. of pregnancy and with little ones is really important. That is a really good point. Um, and a little early, we, earlier, we were talking about um, birth control pills mm-hmm. or antibiotics, which often get prescribed to people mm-hmm. dealing with acne. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another thing that can um, maybe happen in childhood as in a, or in adulthood, um, and that can take a toll on your bacteria. Yep, yes. Um, Chris Cressers, he's kind of a researcher or research and analyst, yeah. basically. 
um, was talking about how just one round of antibiotics can alter our gut bacteria. Yeah. So just one. <clears throat> just one. You know, round, that 10 is, days, whatever mm-hmm. that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that is, that's a very good point. That's, I, I read that too. Just one round, even as a, as a child mm-hmm. can affect, you know, I was at my, uh, parents house a while back and my dad was pulling out some baby pictures and showing me some funny pictures and um there was a really funny but actually a sad picture of me as a baby so there I was if you can imagine me lying in my crib (laughs) I was completely bald as a child (laughs) I started to grow a little rat tail but other than that I was totally bald um and I was in my little pink onesie um and my dad had taken a picture of me uh, lying in the crib, and I had pink goo all over my face. So, you know, it, in the picture, oh, that's funny. Look at Katie spit up on herself. Um, but the sad reality was that pink goo was actually antibiotics. Oh. So for me, as we're talking about this and I'm making the connections, I was on a lot of antibiotics as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I had some ear infections and strep throat. And um, and as Chris Kresser said, just one can alter that and bring down that good bacteria. So if we're on, even as a kid, several rounds of antibiotics, that can start to affect the bacteria. Yep. Yep. That makes a lot of sense. Um, And one factor I know a lot of our clients with pain do would be to use anti-inflammatory medications, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, ibuprofen. Those can alter the good bacteria and actually thin the lining of our gut. Yeah. And I mean, those are one of those things we probably wouldn't think about it if we if we constantly, let's say, have, you know, knee pain or we constantly have back pain. And if somebody Mm -hmm. is just kind of trying to get rid of the pain and masking it with an anti-inflammatory drug every single day, they're probably not thinking, oh, I bet this medication is actually altering my good bacteria in my gut. Right. Right. No, they're probably not thinking that. Um, it's a pretty lengthy list. You know, we talked about alcohol, um, too much sugar, antibiotics, but all, all of those factors, they really do break down our healthy gut bacteria. It's incredible. You know, the factors that we do on a daily basis, just really not even thinking twice about it. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. common lifestyle. Absolutely. Issues. Um, but as that good bacteria breaks down and reduces that's going to make us more susceptible to an overgrowth of bad bacteria and, le- and yeast. And I think that's going to be a great thing for us to pick up to start talking about. Sounds good. Um, it, it goes so fast, doesn't it? It sure does. It's time for our second break. Break. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. It's time. For, um, but before we go, I want to direct you to our website, weightandwellness.com. Our coworker Brenna was on WCCO this past week showing you all the hidden areas of sugar in your diet. Very eye-opening. She mm-hmm. did a great job. She did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, we talk about sugar is inflammatory all the time and how it hides in processed foods. Um, it's a great visual to show you what we really mean. Sometimes that can be more impactful when you see it. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have any questions for us today about acne or skin problems in general or even another nutrition-related question, give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, this week we posted a really interesting article out of NPR on our Facebook page. And it was titled, The Full Fat Paradox, Whole Milk May Keep You Lean. Um, The story was really interesting. It highlighted two recent studies that pointed to the idea that whole milk dairy products are associated with reduced body fat and obesity. 
So it's pretty shocking for our society to believe, I think, you know, that something that technically has more calories could actually help you have less body fat, right? Yes. Because what have we been told? We've been told, oh, fat, fat makes you fat. That makes you fat. Yep. Fat has more calories. Yeah. I mean, yada, yada. That's what we've been told. But Mm -hmm. the research is showing that uh, that's not that's not the case. So really, uh, this article and the studies that are highlighted just kind of further confirm what we know to be true at Weight and Wellness, that you need to eat fat to lose fat and truly be healthy. So fat keeps you full. Right. We know that. Mm -hmm. And it keeps our insulin levels kind of down. Um, and that that right there, keeping us full and keeping our insulin levels down, that's a very powerful combination to help us manage our cravings and to kick our body fat in or our body into fat burning mode. Yes. So yep. very interesting article. I'm glad stuff like that is starting to cir- circulate a little bit more. Yeah. It's, it's not so hidden. Right. From people. Not so. as, as foreign of mm-hmm. a concept mm-hmm. anymore. It's so. very that's very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we get into it again, do we have a caller, Jennifer? We sure do. Um, We've got Sherry on the line. Okay. Good morning, Sherry. What is your question for us? Yeah, I, um, a couple weeks ago, or I developed like a little rash on my forehead, and I don't know if it is like eczema or um, psoriasis. I don't know. I go online and kind of freak out at everything. (laughs) That's easy Um, to do. And and it, it, it... Earlier, it was, I had little couple patchy areas. I started doing some red light therapy, and it, like, all went away. And then now all of a sudden, I've got, like, some sort of rash again on my forehead, and I just don't know what it is or what could be bringing that on. Have you started to use any other products on your skin by chance recently? No. um, Can I... Tell you what I use just for moisturizing. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Mary Kay Cosmetics, okay. which I've always You've used. You've always used, okay. I use the same all day makeup, which is, I think, hypoallergenic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I am 50, so obviously I'm sure my body's uh, going through changes. Okay, and, sure. And um, no longer on birth control. Um, Did you recently come off of that? Oh, no. Oh, it's been over a year. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. So... Um, you know, yeah, well, I, I can't quite figure it out. I mean, I'm not too alarmed, I, but I'm wondering if it's, I, I hate just running to the doctor for sure. everything. Sure. So if I can have a home remedy or do something. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, we, um, so since you're going, some of it could be a little bit hormonal. Um, one, one product that we carry and, um, that's fantastic for, for skin health, hydrating the skin and also, also kind of works on the ovaries a little bit to, uh, balance hormones is GLA. Uh, perhaps you've heard us talk about that before, but it's really like your tissue hydrator. Um, so you could take, you know, probably four to six of those a day. Yeah. Okay. And that would be good. You know, sometimes I've actually opened those up, the capsules up, or we have a liquid form, and I've actually rubbed rubbed it on my skin too as a moisturizer. Um, mm-hmm. And you, so you could try something like that. So they are tablets. They are. Tablets? They are tablets. We do actually have um, one that's in liquid form too. Oh, okay. Would that help, like, the rash part, uh, you know, maybe help this rash go away, too, it's, or, it's or whatever it is? It certainly could. We are going to talk a little bit about food sensitivities. Um, some people are developing, so something you're not born with, but developing uh, gluten sensitivities, and there's something called, like, a little bit of a, a gluten rash for people, and they can get little red, um, like, red little red bumps. Mm-hmm. That's not acne, but it can be related okay. to, to a food sensitivity. 
think, okay. Sherry, just because, you know, there's some things changing with their hormones, too, um, sometimes sometimes that makes our intestinal lining mm-hmm. a little bit more permeable. permeable. It, it can really influence yes. um, how we react to some foods, too. So it could be, there, you know, multiple layers there, um, but everything is sounding like it's pretty connected. Um, another, another thing you could do topically in the meantime would be just a little bit of coconut oil mm-hmm. on your rash and see if that doesn't help tone yes. it down a bit. That's a great, that's, that would be another great point. So try some of those things and definitely work on some of the imbalances in the body that we're talking about too. It'll make, it should make a huge difference. Okay, great. All right. Thank Thanks you very much. So before we went to break, we were talking a little bit about um, things that kind of kill off the good bacteria. And when we kill off the good bacteria in our gut, uh, really the bad bacteria and yeast can really start to overgrow. Mm-hmm. When bad bacteria and yeast overgrow, they can actually start to kind of scratch or even tear up the lining mm-hmm. of our intestinal tract. We can develop these microscopic holes. Yes, it kind of sounds scary, it but does. these little mini cracks in the lining, they actually allow toxins to recirculate back into our system. Mm-hmm. And these toxins and bad bacteria circulating in our bloodstream are going to cause outbreaks mm-hmm. because our immune system is now on alert as these foreign particles are circulating. Um, so that's going to activate and try to battle these toxins and food particles. Yes. You know, so just just imagine little cracks and tears in the lining of your digestive system. It just it really doesn't sound pleasant. Um, and there shouldn't be little cracks and tears in your digestive system. It's really supposed to be a strong and sturdy lining, keeping good things in and bad things bad things out. Yes. And if you think about it, it's pretty easy to see why so many people are suffering from acne and other inflammatory skin conditions. A lot of people are just damaging Mm -hmm. their digestive systems from lifestyle and not rebalancing with good bacteria. Yeah. So maybe you're thinking, well, I don't have any digestive issues, so maybe this isn't my problem. Um, Perhaps, but even if you, let's say, have regular bowel movements Um, and don't have a lot of gas and bloating, that doesn't mean there isn't some sort of imbalance in your digestive system. You know, even if you have had several rounds of antibiotics like I had uh, in your childhood, that's enough to have created an imbalance in your digestive system today. So, you know, kind of um, what Chris Kresser, that article that we had read, was pointing to is like, if you haven't at some point intentionally added good bacteria, you know, such as bifidobacteria into your gut... Um, you could still have that underlying imbalance. Yep. yep. And Katie, we've got a couple callers. Okay. Um, let's see here. We've got Celeste on the line. Good morning, Celeste. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. What question do you have for us today? Yes, I have a question about stress. Um, my husband seems to have a lot of stress and a lot of digestive issues. And I'm wondering, we're already doing probiotics and bifido and sauerkraut and things like that. I'm wondering, is there any other supplement um, to help with that, to help with stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we have a couple that would be very helpful for stress, stressful situations. We have something called theanine. Um, theanine is an amino acid that's very calming to the brain. Um, you could take one to two of those, especially during at times you're feeling a little bit more stress. Uh, otherwise, sometimes we'll have clients take something called GABA, and GABA is our relaxing uh, brain chemical. So he could take, you know, one to two of those even at night, and sometimes that helps carry through to the next day, uh, but it can take a couple of those throughout the day. 
And if, if, if the stress is something that might be ongoing for a little while, um, you know, he might want to think about coming in and, and meeting with a nutritionist mm-hmm. because there are a lot of things we can do with diet. Yes. Um, to really kind of create this anti-inflammatory diet and that's very supportive exactly to your body when you're going through these times yeah so, yeah right. step one is definitely what you're eating okay very good well good thank you yes. for calling thank you very much and we've got also diane on the line okay good morning diane what is your question this morning hi i have a comment on the caller just the one before this last one sure she was having uh, some skin her rashes on her face, and she said she uses Mary Kay skincare, but Almay Cosmetics because Almay is uh, hypoallergenic. Okay. I'm a Mary Kay consultant, and we've been taught that if you mix brands of skin products, you can sometimes have a, a reaction. Oh. Your skin can react to the fact that they are not formulated to work together. Uh, Mary Kay Cosmetics, uh, we've been taught, are not only hypoallergenic, they're clinically tested for sensitivities to skin. Interesting. She might be better off oh, going with one brand. Just one brand. All right. I hope she's listening. I hope she's listening. That's great. That's <laughs> Thank Thanks you. for your tip. Appreciate that. All right. Um, let's, do we have one more caller? Yeah, let's take okay. one more caller here. Okay. We've got Amy on the line. Good morning, Amy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. What question do you have for us today? Good morning. Um, I got my, I'm a very athletic person, so I was feeling very fatigued. For the last couple of months, and I got my thyroid, vitamin D, and uh, uh, iron checked. And they found out that my ferritin level is very low. It's 11. Okay. Okay. So my my doctor recommended that I should take an iron supplement Mm -hmm. and twice a day. I just wanted, what do you think? Should I or? Yeah, um, definitely. We have a great iron supplement in our offices actually that isn't some of the other iron supplements um that people are prescribed are very tough on the digestive system um so mm-hmm. we have something called reacted iron in our offices that you could take you could take um a couple of them during the day and then make sure you get your ferritin level checked again in you know maybe three to six months mm-hmm. um, okay. but actually what we're talking about here will your your digestive system has to be very um working very efficiently for you to absorb some of your iron too. So this 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 topic actually pertains to you helping you uh, absorb your iron. Okay, so uh, like I, I, I checked online that you have it for 29 milligrams uh, yep. iron supplement, and so I should take two? That's yeah. what you recommend? Yeah, okay. take yeah one to two and definitely get your, um, your level checked again checked. in a few okay. months just to see where you're at. Okay. All right. Thank you for the call. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, we should be taking our last break here, and then we'll dig into the rest of what we have to chat about, Sounds okay? That's good. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Um, before we go to break, I want to tell you about something we carry in our offices called Liquid Advantage. Uh, it truly works wonders as an acne spot treatment. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll have clients use a drop on a pimple that is forming or maybe add a couple drops to their facial moisturizer and rub it all over their skin. And why it works so well is because it helps kill off some of the bad bacteria on the skin. You might want to give this a try. Mm-hmm. Um, also, if you're feeling like you're fighting off a cold, it's also something yeah. you can put in yes, water. Yes, it is. This is very multifunctional here. Yeah, it works great. Yes. If you have questions for us about acne or other uh, skin questions, please give us a call in studio at 651-641-1071.
If you live with digestive problems, it's not just miserable, it's embarrassing. You might even find it tough to tell your doctor about your gas, bloating, heartburn, constipation, or diarrhea. The nutrition educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness understand no one wants to talk tummy trouble, but that can keep you suffering. So they've come up with a brilliant solution, an online version of the popular gut reaction class. That's right, online. You won't sit in a group or even leave home. You'll learn about foods that trigger digestive discomfort and how to restore intestinal balance. You'll learn how to get rid of bloating, stop heartburn, and relieve constipation and diarrhea. But it's all done privately when it's convenient for you. You know the old saying, you're only as sick as your secrets. If you're ready to heal and give up those digestive aids advertised on TV, this is the class for you. Register for Gut Reactions online at weightandwellness.com or call for information at 651-699-3438. That's 651-699-3438. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. There is just one more class I want to share that will be coming up this week. It's a really good one. It's Avoiding the Diabetes Epidemic with Real Food. Uh, It's a really powerful class and helps you understand how the foods we eat affect our epidemic rates of diabetes. You know, not only that, we we show you how to eat to avoid and help reverse the blood sugar problems that you have had. Um, in the past. So it's going to be at the River Market in Stillwater Thursday, uh, February 27th from 530 to 730. You can sign up online or just give us a call in the office at 651-699-3438 and we can direct you. Mm -hmm. Um, We do have a couple callers on the line. So if you could hold on, we want to get to a little bit of the script. And if we do not get to you, um, definitely give our office a call and they will help you out. So um, before we went to break, we were talking about rebalancing the digestive system and um, good bacteria and bad bacteria. Another thing that we found that really uh, affects people like working with clients is food sensitivities. Mm -hmm. So, right. We know that, you know, for some people, food sensitivities don't happen. You know, they're not born with them necessarily, um, but they can happen over time. So, um, a couple of things that we've we've noticed is that some people really have, if they're having skin problems, definitely dairy sensitivities, right? Yes. Dairy. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Sometimes down to, you know, even cream and butter, which we talk a lot about. Exactly. Exactly. So. Yeah. So, you know, I'm personally, because I have a history with acne, um, I, I can, I can, I really can't do cream. I can do little bits of butter. Um, so a lot of people, there's a lot of research that dairy can wreak havoc on the skin. It's, uh, it can be extremely inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and another thing, so, I mean, that's the thing. If, if you are wondering, hey, is dairy reacting in my skin too? Um, maybe try and take it out for a few weeks. Yes. Take it out for a few weeks. See if you notice any improvement. It can help improve things like just, you know, acne, psoriasis, eczema, you know, dry skin. Mm-hmm. Um, and another one we see is usually gluten is gluten would probably be the second mm-hmm. on the list absolutely gluten is a very uh hard to digest protein mm-hmm. uh for people so you know as as that one caller was indicating i we don't know if this is what's going on with her but there's something called like a gluten rash where people can really get kind of like little red bumps all over the place yes on their skin and it really does create havoc and inflammation in the skin Mm -hmm. um so you know those are the things so gluten is wheat it's rye it's barley it's oats um it's you know so try removing those foods again for a few weeks and see if you don't notice any anything 
change in your skin. Um, but don't go back to doing a bunch of gluten-free products. Right. 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 Because that ties back with what we talked about at the beginning of the show with mm-hmm. the sugar mm-hmm. connection. These, these you know, gluten-free products are usually very high in carbohydrates yes. and turn very easily into sugar Absolutely. in your body. Absolutely. So that wouldn't be a good substitution for you. Absolutely. Not at all. You know, one thing we do want to do is talk about how do we rebalance someone's digestive system. Mm-hmm. And one way we can do that is is first by removing these inflammatory foods. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sugar, so like, yep. Dairy, maybe gluten. Mm-hmm. Um, and then work on restoring the digestive lining. Yes. So we're taking out the offending things and just allowing our body to heal with, you know, different tactics and sometimes supplements. Mm-hmm. So really what we do is we're taking your gut from looking like, I mean, this is that visual piece, like a lattice or a barbed wired fence, essentially, to looking like a plush layer of carpet. Yes. And there's an amino acid called L-glutamine mm-hmm. that is really fuel. You can consider it fuel for our intestinal cells, yep. for that the, the gut lining. So remember we talked about those cracks and tears in the lining. Well, glutamine can come in and really just help patch up the cracks. It, can speed up the healing process for people. Mm, yes. And and most people could benefit from taking two capsules or about 1,500 milligrams before each of their main meals. Yeah. You know, of course, so we want to rebuild the lining with the glutamine, but then we also want to increase that carpeting. So mm-hmm. remember that carpeting is the bifidobacteria. Because um, so much can reduce bifido in our gut, we have to be adding it back in. Uh, at, at the office, we actually have bifidobacteria. It comes in capsule form, but it also comes in powder form. Um, this, too, uh, is best taken before meals. So most people would actually benefit from one to two capsules um, before the meals to start building up that good bacteria uh, again. Mm-hmm. But aside from the supplements, there are actually a lot of, of uh, food and beverages teeming with good bacteria. Yes. So this is kind of a different way to incorporate probiotics. So things like sauerkraut, kimchi, are, those are great options yes. for boosting your good bacteria. Um, yogurt, I mean, that's one that people are probably most familiar with yep. it. But again, that's dairy. So if that's a link for you, mm-hmm. dairy with acne, then yogurt's not a not good Not a good fit. one. Right. You know, some good bacteria beverages would be miso and kombucha. Uh, those are just some additional things you can add to your diet to increase your good bacteria content. Mm-hmm. And for some clients, um, I recommend a product called Liquid Advantage. mentioned that once mm-hmm. earlier on the show to help with digestive and skin problems. It has these naturally occurring properties that are antibacterial, antiviral, antifungal. So it's going to help remove bad bacteria and yeast that could cause inflammation in your bowels. Yeah. I've personally actually used that product before, and it's awesome. It mm-hmm. has great results. It's potent for so so for some people. You can really um, you only want to start with a few drops three times a day in the water. Yeah. Um, but again, something like that might take a targeted approach with a nutritionist. So the moral part of this acne story mm-hmm. um, is to rebalancing rebalance your gut bacteria, keep that bad bacteria in balance, and that's going to reduce inflammation. Um, in your intestinal tract, and that's going to reduce inflammation in your skin. Yes, absolutely. You know, so this is this is something um, fun. Like nutrition aside, another really important factor in the state 
of your skin is what you put on your skin. So I used mm-hmm. to believe the myth that acne is just a dirty face and too much oil. So I thought if I washed, scrubbed my skin, my acne would disappear. But it couldn't have been further from the truth. I'd used every topical treatment on the market, ones with acids, ones with exfoliators. They just irritated my skin. My mom actually looked at me once and she she asked if I had burned my face oh, um, because I used a lot of those acids on my skin. Right. Um, so the hypothetical icing on the cake for my skin <laughs> is when I switched over from using a lot of harsh chemicals to the oil cleansing method to cleanse my skin. Oil cleansing method. Oil cleansing method. <laughs> Sounds very contradictory. Yep. Um, so some of you with acne are probably thinking, we're completely off our rockers. Yes. <laughs> but trust us on this. Katie, you have, you have experience with yeah. it, don't you? I was a complete skeptic, um, but it works wonders. So Jennifer, why don't you explain a little bit what the oil cleansing method is? Sure. So this oil cleansing method... Um, actually, you use oil to cleanse your face. So, okay, stop there. People probably are gasping and like turning off their radio. This is crazy because um, we just told people with acne to place oil on their skin when they've been told acne is just a problem of too much oil. So, yes, cleansing face with cleansing your face with oil. Yes, go on. Mm-hmm. Um, there are different methods of oil cleansing, but you usually use a blend of of different oils, mm-hmm. maybe some olive oil, coconut oil, hazelnut, and and maybe some castor oil. So you blend these oils together and actually use them like you would a like a cream cleanser. Mm-hmm. So you kind of just rub, circulate your fingers, rub that into your skin um, after you've warmed them up in your hand a little bit. Um, just use that with some water and a clean washcloth. And some people notice a little adjustment period when you do this because what's happening is you're you're really beginning to work with your skin. Yes. And a lot of times we have you know just acne sitting there. Kind of, and when you do this type of cleanse, it can release some of the acne that's been sitting on your skin. So you, if you're going to try this, make sure you know that maybe for a week or so, mm-hmm. you could see more skin eruptions as yes. your skin detoxifies. Yes. But typically we see that it is about a week. About a long week. period. Absolutely. And things calm back down. Yeah. So if you're doing this and you notice your skin goes a little bit um, crazy, not mm-hmm. that it's going to, but if it does, it doesn't mean... You're clogging your pores. It means your skin is essentially purging. Yes, um, some of this out. So it does sound cr- crazy to cleanse the skin, especially acne-prone skin, with oil. But it really helps to restore the natural balance. So if you've never heard of this before, definitely start looking into the oil cleansing method, as well as talking about or doing some of the things we talked about. So um, the show just flies by. It sure does. Thank you, everyone, for welcoming us into your day and we hope this helped shed a little light that acne is more than just skin deep so change your nutrition and change your life absolutely have a good day everyone give us a call if you're waiting on the line at our office 651-699-3438 thanks for listening to dishing up nutrition if you enjoy this podcast please leave us a review on itunes The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.